so I just cried. My now husband was my boyfriend at the time, and he was like trying to calm me down. He's like, it's going to be okay. I just remember like I wanted to go to TGI Fridays. You're listening to Financial Grown Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown Up. And you know what? Being a grown up is really hard, especially when it comes to money, but it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey, friends, spoiler alert. Our guest, Kristen Wong, author of Get Money, was crying because of something that happened to her at tax time. And I thought this would be a great time to hear her story about the time she, oops, forgot to pay her taxes. So her book, as I mentioned, is called Get Money, Live the Life You Want, Not Just the Life You Can Afford. It makes learning about money feel like a game, which she really could have used her own book at this time because it was not a fun time. You've probably read Kristen's work in the New York Times, New York Magazine, Glamour, Life Hacker. Kristen got her start as a money writer at the fantastic blog, Get Rich Slowly. This is a story you need to hear, especially right now at tax time. Here is Kristen Wong. Hey, Kristen Wong. You are a financial grown-up. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on the show. I am loving your new book, Get Money, Live the Life You Want, Not Just the Life You Can Afford. Full disclosure, I'm only about two-thirds of the way through, but I will be finishing it very soon. Great job. Thank you. It's not easy to say something new in this space, and you really did it. Yeah, and I've been writing about money for so long that it was kind of hard to say something new. So I really had to think about it. for like I had to take myself out of the money geek persona. You're not a geek. (laughs) You're the cool money nerd. All right, I'll take it. You're the cool friend talking about money. And we have cool stuff to talk about. Your money tip is super cool. But before we do your money tip, and that's a teaser for all the foodies out there, We're going to do your money story, which is so appropriate because this is going to come out in April, which is our favorite month, not because we talk about taxes and your money story is about the fun world of taxes. Tell us, Kristen. Oh, man, I have a crazy tax story. When I first started freelancing, like six or seven years ago, I was full time freelancing and everything was going fine. Um, I wasn't making that much money because I was new at it. I had no idea that you had to pay estimated quarterly taxes. It's just not something that I paid attention to. I I was so used to having an employer take out taxes for me. So in April, I decided to do my taxes, which usually I liked doing taxes because, well, Well, you were probably getting refunds. You were getting refunds when you worked for an employer. Exactly. So this was a time you'd be getting like a bonus. Right. So I was like looking forward to all this money coming in, thinking about what I'm going to do with it. But nope, I had a $5,000 tax bill. And some of it was penalties, but it was mostly just I hadn't paid any of my taxes. And the fact that my taxes were only $5,000 like should tell you that I wasn't making that much. Oh, no. And it just like I had an emergency fund, thankfully, and it just depleted my emergency fund. I remember I had just moved to Los Angeles and I was like proud of myself for finding a job here. And I was a writer and I was making it work and I had an apartment. And I just remember you were very grown up, except for one thing, except for the taxes. So I just cried. I remember it was a Friday night. Did you literally cry? You actually cried. I cried. I did. Because it was just were there witnesses? 
my now husband was my boyfriend at the time and he was like trying to calm me down. He's like, it's going to be okay. I just remember like I wanted to go to TGI Fridays that night. And spend more money. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> all I wanted to do was go to TGI Fridays. <laughs> now, did you have anyone helping you? Like, did you just go to a tax preparer? I mean, what happened? No. How was this all discovered? I just wasn't prepared at all for it. I thought, you know, I've always been kind of one of those people who's like, I'll just say yes and figure it out later. And that can definitely like work in my favor. But this time it did not. Like I was unprepared for the freelance life and the massive change, like how different it is financially. All right. So let's talk about the lessons. What are the lessons besides know whether you're paying taxes or not? Right. Is <laughs> I say the lesson is to just don't ignore money. Like I just ignored what it took to be a freelancer financially. And I ignored all of that. And I think a lot of people do that. We don't like to think about money. We don't want to figure out like the practical side of things. So we just kind of sweep it under the rug. I think a lot of people even take it further and they don't look at their budget or they don't look at their credit card statements. And that really was a game changer for me because this was pre-writing about money days. But I really realized like nobody is going to care about your finances. Like nobody's going to hold your hand and walk you through it. And if you don't take care of it, then somebody else will. Like if you don't take care of your money, somebody else will. will, will for sure. Somebody else will take it somebody somehow. Take it, um, is there like is there like a checklist of things? So number one would be, you know, be aware of taxes that you may owe. And if you're just starting out, the truth is you may earn so little money that you, especially with the new tax system, under a certain amount, you may not even owe taxes, but you just need to figure out if you do. Right. And I would say if if you're going through a major work change like that, where your status is changing from full-time to freelance, if you can afford it, go to a tax preparer and have them kind of walk you through the process. But at the very least, always research what your financial situation is going to look like if you have a major life change, especially when it comes to taxes. There are a lot of you know free resources online, but I would say if you can afford it, you certainly want to go to a professional. Are there some resources you can recommend? You know, the irs.gov website is actually pretty great. They have a lot of resources for freelancers and independent contractors and that sort of thing. And TurboTax, their website actually has a lot of useful information. So I would check out those two resources. Let's go to the money tip because I teased it a little bit earlier. I love this, Kristen. This is one for the foodies. Yes. So it is the, my money tip is the high-low method for restaurant spending. And I actually read this tip from a restaurant critic online. And he or she, I don't remember, this was a long time ago, basically said, don't go to any middle of the road restaurants, save your budget, spend it mostly like hole in the wall, cheaper restaurants, because they're usually like mom and pop own and the food is really good. And they stay in business because the food is really good. You're going to save money going to those cheaper restaurants and then use that to splurge every now and then in like a really high end, nice restaurant that's known for their cuisine. So his or her tip was basically just avoid any middle of the road restaurants. And so if you're going to go out six times a month on restaurants, go to the cheaper places five times and then save your sixth splurge restaurant meal for, you know, a nicer high end restaurant. The idea is those middle of the road restaurants. I mean, there's some exceptions to this. This is a generalization, but they're usually like the food is very mediocre and you're not getting the most bang for your buck, but you will get right. the best value from the high low method. Right. And you're usually just avoiding cooking at home because you just don't feel like yeah. it. Hey, let me ask you. So, okay. So you talk about splurge. What is the most you've ever spent on one meal out, Kristen? Oh my gosh. I've told this story before, but I 
I still like feel guilty about this, but I spent $40 on a steak once. And I don't know what I was like. I think that I had been, my lifestyle had. So the entree was 40 bucks. The entree. That's not that bad. (laughs) Yeah. But obviously there were other things to the whole meal. Yeah. What what do you think the whole meal cost you there? Well, I was with a friend, so we split it, but it was probably like, you know, 50, 60 bucks for one person, me. And I had never spent that kind of money before. That's the thing. Like I grew up in a lower income household. So $40 in a steak. If my parents found out about that, they would slap me silly. But <laughs> All right. Well, you haven't spent much time in New York City, but maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> New York City is not very budget friendly. All right. We are never going out for steaks together. We're going to have some plain, <laughs> simple coffee. We'll make the steaks at home. Yeah. Maybe we'll make steaks at home. That sounds like a good plan. All right. Thank you so much. I want to talk about your book quickly before I let you go. Yeah. Get money. This is a good book. It is a paperback. I now carry it with me because it's like little nuggets of money tips and little things like your like what you just said about the restaurants. So many brilliant musings on money. Tell us a little more about it. Yeah, well, it's just it's a very actionable and interactive book. So there are a lot of exercises and there are a lot of assignments in it. You have to do work when you're reading it. So I would read it with a pen or pencil in hand. You can also go online. There's an accompanying website to the book called thegetmoneybook.com where you can find worksheets and like video tutorials for it. Because I think sometimes like with these money concepts, somebody tells you how to open a retirement account and you're like, okay, that sounds well and good when I'm reading it. But when I go to the Vanguard website, I have no idea how to get started. So I actually show you in some video tutorials exactly what you need to do to get started. So you have no excuse not to get your money in order. And there's a lot of value added in this book because you quote so many of my favorite people, Carrie Carbonaro, you quote Stephanie O'Connell, Holly Hansen, so many brilliant money minds are in here. It's great. So congratulations on the book. Where can people find you and what else are you up to? I am at thewildwong.com is my website and all my social media handles. And I sort of just write about, you know, of course, personal finance, but also resources for freelancers and that sort of thing, too. Cool. And your background, by the way, is so cool. You were a movie writer, a TV writer. So interesting. Thank you. Just quickly, how did you fall into the money stuff? Well, you know, I was actually writing full-time freelance for about dating and relationships when I started writing about money. I actually started writing at Get Rich Slowly, J.D. Roth's blog. I have always been fascinated with money. That's a longer story. But, you know, I would read his blog every morning. And then one day he said that he was hiring writers. So I just applied to be a freelance writer on his site. And I started kind of blogging about, like, I would write essays about my own dysfunctional relationship with money. And I really just, (laughs) I figured out how to get money, like through just writing about it for five years. And so I wanted to share that knowledge with other people. Well, we appreciate it. Kristen Wong, thank you so much. Thank you. Much as we hate to deal with it, taxes are a reality of being a financial grown-up. Here's the thing. Kristen was able to contain the damage of not filing quarterly taxes as a freelancer because she had the cash in an emergency fund. So great. There were some consequences, but all things considered, Kristen made the problem go away. In reality, that is not always the case. In fact, I'm going to bet very often it's not the case. So what do you do if you don't have the cash? Well, first of all, financial grown-up tip number one, no matter what, you still have to file the paperwork on time. Now you can file an extension if you just want to procrastinate and not even figure out what you owe, but you got to figure out some kind of idea because they're going to start penalizing you and you're going to be paying interest on what you owe. So when you do pay it, it's going to be so much more. 
the money is due April 17th. Now, as Kristen said, the irs.gov website can very easily walk you through all of this. They even have an IRS direct pay area of the website where you can easily pay tax estimates. I'm going to leave a link to that in the show notes. Financial grown-up tip number two. Okay, let's say you literally do not have the cash. You need to get in touch with the IRS and you need to get on a payment plan. They can even give you extensions if you literally don't have the ability to pay anything right now. I'm going to give you a phone number to the IRS, 1-800-829-1040, 1-800-829-1040. Call them up. They will work out a plan. Be nice. The whole point is you're talking to a human being. You can be reasonable. They want to get their money and they want to get it consistently in a way that you're going to be able to pay. So they're going to be flexible. In fact, they can often waive the penalties not always the interest on the money you owe, but the penalties. So ask. I do not recommend putting it on a credit card. In almost every case, unless you have a zero interest credit card, in almost every case, the IRS, even with penalties, will be less than the interest on a credit card. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and consider writing a review on Apple Podcasts, aka iTunes. It helps the show get discovered so we can share more money stories and tips and be in touch. On Twitter, I'm at Bobby Rebel, on Instagram at Bobby Rebel One and Bobby Rebel on Facebook. And to learn more about the program and get on our mailing list for bonus content and more, go to bobbyrebell.com forward slash financial grown up podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with writer and money expert Kristen Wong. Get her book, Get Money. And here's to us all getting a little bit closer to being financial grown-ups. Financial Grown-Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.